Hey, y'all, this is Ashley, also known as Bored Becky, and you're listening to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. And I'm like, Travi, come on now. Like, you, you got this under control. Yo, what's up? It's G Love, and I'm fired up with Travi. This is Danielle Petty, co founder of the 90s Babes, and you're listening to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. What's up, world? It's Spotty Wi-Fi, the king of the crypto punks, and you are now tuned in to Fired Up on the Blockchain with my guy, Travis. I'm Ray Isla, and I'm Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travis. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and DGens, for the thousands in attendance and the millions listening in podcast land. My name is Travi, and we are fired up on the blockchain. Hey, Travi, let's effing go. Woo! Welcome to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. This is Travi, Travi.eth, Travi.nft, Travi.crypto. And we are coming off an amazing outpouring of love, not only for the journey NFT drop that we are still accepting pre-mint addresses for. All you have to do is DM me on Twitter at M-R-T-R-A-V-I-S-T-H-O. That's at Mr. Travis though, to get on the list and more about that in a little bit. But all the love outpouring from last episode where we spoke with Ray Isla. Ray is minting her music NFT this week. Public Mint is the 25th of November. And I just have to tell you, I've had a lot of conversations on this podcast that I have loved. Ray is is right there at the top of that list. I have to tell you, she's um, she's a Web3 real one. She's doing her thing with the music. And when she tells you that she will respond to your DMs and she will uh, talk to you during Twitter spaces and all that kind of stuff, like she's legit. She's somebody who... When you think about Web3 and how you can support an artist and how they really understand and love their community, Ray is up there. So I'm going to start off today a little bit differently. There's a few things I want to talk about before I get into today's interview, which is going to be taken from my good friends. Thank you to my good friends at Zealous who are able to allow me to have a one-stop shop for my homepage where every single Twitter space I'm involved in speaking as a guest, as a host or on the panel is automatically uploaded into my feed. This is from a very special edition of Fangirl Friday, which is hosted by somebody I've spoken about on this podcast before, one of my favorite artists, uh, not just in Web3, but one of my favorite artists, and that's Kate Phillipson. She's at Leopard's Lunch, and Kate host fangirl friday and has a pretty big following as many of you might already know but kate held a very special edition where myself and kato og uh, had a nice conversation kate and i interviewed each other (laughs) she interviewed me as part of her show i interviewed her as part of my show and the reason why i thought it was very fitting to invite kato to join that is because, and I mentioned it a little bit during this episode, Cato is one of the people, along with Zeus and Brandon and Clarence and Unchained Ninja and Benjamin Bitcoin and a lot of other of my OG collective fam, that really inspired me to look deeper into art collecting in the NFT space. And that's incredibly important because, listen, I love art. I've collected art um, in real life. 
it's just something that I was drawn towards along with music. But just like in NFT land, when you first hear about NFTs, your first gut reaction is why would somebody pay so much for for a JPEG, right? And then you kind of look deeper into different things, right? So how I got more into it was understanding utility cases and how cool I think the blockchain could be as like a uh, instead of like a certificate of authenticity that comes along with something that could actually wind up being forged or fake. Um, this is not forged or fake. Every sale, every I could transfer a piece of art from one wallet to the to my other wallet and it'll show up on the blockchain. So that to me is really, really cool. So I, I really wanted to have a have Cato involved because, you know, he knows Kate. Kate knows him. And if you're not following Cato OG, then you're missing out on a lot of the really fun um, artists in this space and especially the women in Web3 that Cato celebrates. So I think today is going to be a really fun conversation. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But there are some things I do want to talk about because the journey is doing some really cool things. The journey is part of our artist support fund. You know, I've, I've actually looked into my personal bag for things that I've collected. And then I looked at our, our finances and I just have to tell you this. I had a good conversation with our accountant and uh, hopefully after tax season, there will be more than enough left over to uh, add back into our funds. So a lot of businesses in Web3, I don't know if a lot of you listening know this, they, they like to live by their mint funds uh, and die by their non-secondary sales. I'm not even thinking about secondary sales. What I want to do is uh, have enough upfront liquidity to do the things that we want to do even if nothing sold. And uh, until the dev stuff uh, allows us to have secondary royalties, there's not going to be any secondary royalties. We've, we've got uh, years of a brand in place. So you know we've got things that we're working on and we are on a very, very verge of announcing two more partners actually. But there's some that we'll, I'll talk about in just a sec. But some of the things I do want to talk about is the fact that not only do we have a grant fund for kids who are underprivileged, whose art, music, theater, and STEM programs are being defunded, uh, we're partnering also with different artists, thanks to our artist support fund. And I just want to run through some uh, that not only have I collected already that will be added uh, for the community to be able to see and will be displayed in our spatial that's going to be built out, um, had a great conversation with somebody who built the most amazing spatial that I've ever seen. So <laughs> getting them to work on ours. So it looks a little bit better than what I could personally do. And also will allow me time to focus on the business side of things, <laughs> not just play in the metaverse. But here are some things that I, I just wanted, like, I'm so proud. These are, I, I made a list <laughs> and some of them are music NFTs. Some are one of one artists, some are additions. But check these out. I'm going to have these all in the show notes, and I'm going to put them on Twitter. Here are some things that are going to be displayed already, and we've only been going for like a week. Uh, we've got the Power Pass from the Power of Women. That's going to open us up to a whole lot of stuff that Leah and Jack are working on uh, through the Power of Women. We've got Gordy Ox, Oxana with her new Glowing Girl edition. Roya. And I got to talk to you first about what Roya is doing as well. And, you know, I don't generally talk about, you know, religion or politics or financial advice or legal advice. But what Roy is doing is pretty incredible. So let me just tell you a little bit about what she has. It's R0-Y-A-R-T. So it's Roya Art. But 
It says women all around the world are cutting their hair in solidarity for the death of Masha Imani, who was killed by the morality police because she wasn't wearing her hijab correctly. And the infringement of human rights for all Iranian people. This powerful action symbolizes the sadness and frustration felt by oppressed people around the world. The time is now the people of the world will not stand for tyranny any longer. We each have our own ways to contribute to this dire cause, and as we do, we help the world heal. If not for each of us doing our part, opportunists in power in most countries will continue to grab power as the people's sovereignty erodes. Be the voice of equality. You know, not only is her art beautiful, but Roya is uh, down for a cause that, you know, a lot of people in this uh, world understand what's going on, don't always uh, have an opportunity to uh, help out, you know, and and uh, if you know anything about what we're doing with the journey, it's it's all about causes. So um, obviously that strikes home with a lot of people. Another one is the 1973s. I want to talk about the 1973s collection. It's a community-led collection of over 3,200 NFTs that are created and donated by 32 acclaimed artists across 15-plus countries. So the theme, My Choice, is a response to the overturning of Roe v. Wade on June 24th, 2022 by the U.S. Supreme Court. Again, I'm not getting into politics specifically myself. I'm telling you what the artists stand for. But check this out. All proceeds and secondary royalties benefit Planned Parenthood. So all proceeds and secondary royalties benefit Planned Parenthood. So reasons why things like that are important are because we know women's reproductive rights are a major issue in our country right now. We know a lot of politicians are running for or against that on their platforms. But the, the harsh reality um, is that you know people are still going to go ahead and do the things that uh, they're going to do. And without funds available to help them do those things safely... Um, there's a lot of harm that can be done. So there's a lot of artists out there who are, you know, really wearing their heart on their sleeves. And that's a lot of what Kate and Kato and I talk about today. But I do want to run down a little bit, too, about some of the other things that are going to be in our collection there. We're um, supporting, of course, the man Bobby Hundreds with his new Batom Bomb Squad, second character in his Atom Bomb Squad collection, Crazy Sassy X's, which is cool because... Not only is Marlene a great artist, right? And she's teaming up with my buddy Ghosty from the Disco Studios. But her collection of Crazy Sassy X's actually incorporates 17 different artists who are one-of-one one artists into this really cool style that is a generative spot. But each artist has contributed different components and characteristics and traits. So that's really cool. We're also going to have EMX in there. We're going to have Mason Eve, Zarina Mernaya, who I've talked about on this podcast, Andre Decolife, who I was able to actually see his gallery exhibit in London while I was there for NFT London. We're also going to have Jay Alders art in there. He's been a guest on this podcast. We'll have some photography in there. So Riddles from Grassverse will be in our gallery. We're also going to have music NFTs, of course. So I am Nax, the producer of Fired Up, our theme song, has Still Here, which is currently minting. So check out Still Here. Uh, I am Nax has a brand new drop. We're going to have spotty Wi-Fi in there. Of course, we're going to have Ray Isla, who's minting this week. Her pre-sale actually starts today. This is the 22nd. So that's a lot of what we have going on. But man, I, let's get into the conversation today. We'll talk about our partners at the end. 
Big shout out Diamond Dogs and Unstoppable Domains and DGen Brand Clothing and Zealous. But check out today's conversation with Kate Phillipson and Cato. And during this, Kate's auction actually expires and she finds out the winning bidder on her brand new piece. Yeah, let's get into it. Kate Phillipson at Leopard's Lunch got the final hour, the final hour of her amazing piece. That's uh, Kate. We're going to talk a lot about that today. We have a lot of things to talk about. And our main man, our co-host also up here, the man who has uh, shown me a new appreciation as an art collector, the one and only Kato or Kato, as many of us refer to him and his crew, the, uh, the Kato crew. Oh, man, it's been quite a week here in NFT land. Kate, I'm going to hand this over to you. This is not my show. This is your show. But congrats. We are now within the final hour of your auction. How, how do you feel right now? Hi, this is so funny. This is so, so different to how I start a space. This is hilarious. I love it. Hi, Chavi. Hi, Kato. <laughs> I'm so British. For anyone that doesn't know me, <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know me, we're so opposite, but, um, but it's so lovely to be here and it's so nice to do a space with you. We talked about doing this at NFT London and it's really fun to be finally doing it. And yes, I know. Oh my God, I didn't even think about what time it was going to be well I didn't expect the auction to be quite like how it's been so now I'm like very distracted the final hour of the auction of my um my piece epiphany and uh yeah it's going all right (laughs) yeah (laughs) I would say it's going all right I think that Kate this is um this is a drop that we've been anticipating for a while um we'll talk more about what led into it but I think what's really cool about this is you just celebrated the end of your first year as in uh it kind of in web3 and nft land and this is the first drop for for year two for you. And uh, let's just say it's it's, uh, it's, been, it's going OK so far. It's going OK. And another thing, I don't want to bury this, too. Avril 15, our, our buddies there, Avril 15, that floor price is higher than uh, than what he needed it to be to get that tattoo. Uh, the bet that he made, uh, Nathan with Zeus. Um, so that means that Nathan with Avril 15 is going to be getting that tattoo. So congratulations on that, Nathan. Kate, we've got a lot to celebrate today. I know, yeah. And and actually I know that Nathan's booked that in already. So <laughs> he is a man of his word. That is very exciting. I can't I'm so happy for them. That's such an amazing, um, such an amazing feat. He knew it was gonna happen, but it's it's epic. Yeah. It's a very exciting day. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, my piece was um yeah, it's the fir- it's the first one for year two, so I was kind of like set it on my own contract and and stuff like that, and it's gone really really well. So I'm very very excited about that. We'll be tracking that, and uh, if the if the winner of that auction is here in the Twitter space, we'll be happy to, of course, bring them up and highlight them as well. But Kate, you know, it's funny you did mention how your Twitter spaces start off a little differently than mine. Um, and to a listener, you know, they might they might say, "Wow, he's he's this dude from around the New York City area, and she's you know this." very well polished you know young woman from you know from london and uh but had they met us in person i think they would have seen that there's a lot of synchronicity between us and not just because we like dressing in black and gold i mean i think that you know we hit it off as far as you know our passions for what we can do with web3 and um i think that's really what led to today kind of doing this this spaces together you know i think it's a really good step for uh for all of us here listening to just be able to make those relationships, especially real life ones, 
you know, and continue to drive it home, make Web3 really what Web3 is supposed to be about. And that's about us. Yeah, that's so true. And also, I mean, it was it was amazing meeting you. Um, and it was very funny that we were coordinated, naturally. Uh, and as you say, like, we're very different. But I think um, that is what the beauty of Web3, it kind of brings people together, and especially people that have the kind of similar goals, similar ethics. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been really, really nice, this little whirlwind uh, relationship, Travi. <laughs> It's only, uh, how, how long ago was it? November seems long and we're only halfway through it. <laughs> I know, it's, it's crazy. That was, uh, it, was it even two weeks ago? I don't really yeah. know. But, you know, it was funny was, you know, I got to go to your talk um, at NFT London. And that was like on my goal of things to do. Like little did I know that that we were going to become friends and that we were going to hang out and, and the Avril guys and, and the the Cato crew, um, artists that, you know, that we were with and stuff and shout out Claire and, and, and everybody and, and Ghosty and all the people that are doing their thing. But yeah, let's, let's throw it to Cato too. Like Cato, it's, it's awesome to have you up here. Thanks for coming in and co-hosting this. And, you know, I just think that, you know, while, while we have a lot to celebrate, I have a lot of things that I'm doing. I think that again, I'd be remiss if I didn't shout you out every time I talk about, you know, being a, like a, a digital art collector. You know, I know growing up, I, my family, myself, like I always had an appreciation for art and music, but I think that meeting you and being part of the OG collective really opened my, my eyes to, um, to artists that I, I might not have never di- ever discovered on the blockchain. So personally, thank you for that, man. Awesome. Hey, thanks, Travi. And, uh, Kay, congratulations. Uh, the piece is amazing. Um, I was, I was watching closely and then, uh, I saw Greg and, uh, everyone taking over. So I was like, let me wait till the end here to see what's going on. But it's, it's so, it's so cool. And, um, I'm still so proud that I have wild ones, which is, uh, the most epic piece ever for anyone out here who hasn't seen it. It's one of my favorite pieces in my collection. Um, for sure. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, Travi, uh, awesome, uh, job, man. It's a different, uh, intro definitely than Kate's, but very cool. And, uh, I like it. So yeah. What can I do for you, bro? (laughs) Can I just jump in and say thanks so much? I'm really like when you collected my wild ones piece, that was, that was, I was actually, do you know where I was? I was in New York and, um, and it was a massive shock and it was like the, the, my sort of all time, record at the time and I was just so chuffed that was one of my proper favorite pieces my real hero piece in my collection and so I was really delighted and how much you love it as well I'm just like really really grateful always that you um that you're so positive about it so yeah thanks a lot and that was a really nice intro yeah of course all of all all of your work that even that I haven't collected I love um you know you're one of my favorite artists I love that your style is just so cool and uh Nathan I, I don't think he's speaking, but how you doing? Good to have you up here, bro. Big contest coming. So, yeah, Travi, back to you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm Nathan, horrible at both things, so. It's all good. Nathan's got a lot to think about. He's got to figure out his tattoo design. He's Hopefully, he's got, he picked the best artist that he can find. Nathan, we're, we're super uh, happy that it's going to be happening. You know, and Kate, you know, being super happy is, is definitely how we're feeling right now. Let's Let's talk a little bit about your first piece. Obviously, we're, we're going to get to my NFT brand uh, that we just uh, released uh, over the course of the last week. 
And um, we're gonna have some alpha on that today. Sorry, there's a lot of ambiance in the background from the trains. But Kate, I wanna make sure that we definitely touch on this because I think one of the interesting things is, you know, even me, before I met you, you your art resonated with me. You had one of the, the art, you know, pieces that were on the actual admission tickets at NFT London. And, uh, you know, I, I just think there's a lot of people here as they get to learn about you. And hopefully, obviously, the bidding's still open for another, looks like, 55 minutes, 54 minutes. Okay, tell us a little bit about your, your piece, like the beginning of your year two here in NFTs. And uh, let's talk about what led to this. It's so detailed. It's so beautiful. Um, I was hoping to get it. I'm a little priced out, but you know, there's still time. We'll see what could happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's, um, I kind of try to, with all of my pieces, like improve in some way with each piece. So I started my sort of aim for last year. So I, I joined the NFT space in November a year ago. And um, my aim was kind of to just get a bit more time to practice things like animation, which I've realized I'm not very good at. <laughs> it takes me a really long time. And um, yeah, I, um, I I feel like animation is great, but it, it's not where my, natu- my, my natural, uh, uh, God, I really can't think of the word, uh, where my skills lie. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, but yeah, so, so with this one, I was thinking, do you know what? I, I really want to hit year two with a bang and just take my work to a kind of another level um and I went for a walk and this was kind of actually meant to be a weekend off um a weekend off web three so I went to the countryside and was in the forest in the UK with beautiful forest in the autumn and there's just so much detail I was just getting really involved with all of the detail in the forest like there were so many mushrooms like leaves on the ground all the all the ferns turning turning red and it was really like that scene um, not quite as dreamy, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, the, the scene in the image that you pinned, it was really like that. And I just kind of thought, do you know what, I, this is, this is the new me. This is going to be something that I want to bring into my work. And actually, um, it was actually something that Stephanie Layton said as well, because on my, on my Space Fangirl Friday, I interview, um, other artists and, um, one of Kato's, uh, friends, I was on Kato's space and introduced this amazing artist, Stephanie Layton. And she's, you probably know her. She's such a beautiful person the way she talks about art is so inspiring and she made me the way she talks about art she was talking about how important the process was and I think that's quite easy to forget in this space I think um you know it's very fast-paced especially before the bear it was incredibly fast-paced it was a it felt you know you felt like you really had to seize the moment and produce work at a rate and whilst I'm trying to produce everything and, and improve each time it sort of stopped my enjoyment of actually creating. So with this year, I really want to scale it back, have a roadmap for the year, know that I'm only going to do a finite number of pieces and really work into them. So this particular piece, I took inspiration from that walk in the forest. I took inspiration from other artists and sort of thought, yeah, this is the new me. I'm going to make every piece as epic as I possibly can. Um, They won't be produced as regularly, but I really want them. I really want to feel proud of everything that I do and sort of surprise people a bit. Um, but yeah, so, so this piece is called Epiphany and it comes with the strap line in a chaotic world, we turn to nature to see the light. And I think that was the other thing about this walk in the forest. It was just so peaceful and the world is a shit show right now. I mean, sorry to swear, but I mean, it really is. It's, you know, there's no good news, but when you go and you just see the stillness and the beauty, um, and the fact that whatever happens, the six, you know, the world's going to keep turning. This is going to, the forest is still going to be there. As long as we don't burn them all down. And, you know, it's, it's nature is going to take over. 
And um, yeah, that's kind of the sort of message that I put, trying to put across with this piece. I love your outlook on having just a finite amount of pieces, you know, making sure that they're important to you. And, and as I mentioned earlier, even, even you know, chatting with Cato, and I, and I remind him of this all the time, um, you know, a lot of us get into Web3 for really from different starting points. And um, for many of us, it's, it's like a 10K or it's just something where, you know, we're just like, hey, uh, I know some people who bought this NFT, like I'll join their, their quote unquote community. But there's something about this real life group of, you know, Cato crew and, and the rest of the artists that I have to tell you, Kate, if I, I don't know if it wasn't for people like yourself, you know, and Leah with uh, Power of Women, you know, and Claire and Ghosty and some of the other, you know, great people that, that I met in London. I don't know that I would have pressed Mint on because we've had this this plan for for my drop, the journey, for like six to eight months. And all of the things that you and I spoke about and Leah and everybody all kind of reinforced what I already wanted to do. But I was just listening to different people. Like I had focus groups. I had people who were saying things that they were interested in in Web3. But then when I talked with people like yourself, the founders, the artists, it reminded me that just like you're doing, we have to lead with our heart. And, and I think that's what's, you know, that's why people resonate so much with you. And that's why I think with, with our first round of pre-mint, um, our first round of pre-mint sold out, we were, we were hoping for one third. Um, we only had a certain amount of people on that list. So more than one third sold. So we'll give some alpha on how uh, pre-mint round two can go. But Kate, you know, I, I think that you're, you're hitting it on the head. So, you know, what is it about, you know, you, and, and the one of ones, like, let's talk a little bit about that before we get into some of the stuff that I'm doing, because, you know, bidding, you know, any, anybody buying into a 10 K is, is buying, you know, sometimes to flip or sometimes to get involved with maybe it's got utility, but when you're buying from an artist directly, I feel like there's a very personal touch to it. And even like, even with our drop, the journey, like the, the artist, Tyler Vaughn, you know, he's, he's toyed around with doing stuff on the blockchain, but I said, Tyler, we, we got to do something with your art, man. And our, our first drop is very limited. Um, and there are going to be some one of ones and I'll talk about that in a second, but you are, you know, your one of ones are things like I would buy as an NFT. I'd print it out. I'd get an acrylic. I'd hang it on my wall. Like I'd get carpets made out of it. Like, you know, you've, you've got a lot of thought and a lot of connection. What, what drove you from, you know, kind of just being an artist in real life to selling your, you know, your one of ones on the blockchain for collectors like, like myself? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I was an illustrator um, and an, as an illustrator, I sort of never, so this is another thing. I've never really called myself an artist and this is the first time I actually feel like I am one. Um, I, I always hid behind like the title illustrator because obviously the skill was there. I could draw, but in terms of the creative sort of, um, ownership of the piece, uh, I would work from a brief. So, you know, you'd be doing it for a client and I'd always do some, some of my own work, but it wouldn't have nowhere to sit, you know, apart from maybe on my website, we'd have nowhere to go. I'd share it on Instagram perhaps, but, um, nah, so, so NFTs was kind of a, a, a way for me to, be more creative and have a bit more creative freedom and just kind of do whatever I want. Because as much as it's amazing doing illustration jobs and being paid to draw, you know, that's, that's an amazing way to live, but, um, it does get, uh, it does get quite draining (laughs) and it ends up being, you know, you don't necessarily enjoy it. You're working to really tight deadlines. You don't necessarily enjoy 
the fact that you are drawing every day. And I wanted to get that passion back. So, so that was kind of why I entered the NFT space. Um, and I think it's so beautiful what's happening for the one of one market. I think now, I mean, obviously we're in, in the bear market still, but it, this kind of change in thinking from people who were maybe came in, as you say, as with a 10K project, they, they maybe came in thinking that was their interest. It was about making money and like trading cards, essentially. Now they're kind of looking to the one of one space and looking at artists, really getting to know artists, really becoming art collectors and becoming art appreciators. And that's such a beautiful thing. There are, I mean, I know Kato, for example, I, you've spoken about it before, where you weren't an art collector before you entered the space. And now you are, you know, your life is about art, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, Kate. Like, and uh, it has to do definitely with the connections. Um, my dad in real life is, um, I mean, in real life, yeah, my dad, he's a physical art collector. Um, and he had like he used to drag me around to auction houses and stuff and um all of that and i just wasn't i didn't enjoy it it's like it's not quite the same thing it's all it, it seemed like the same um group of 30 or 40 people from new york bidding on everything so um then like i i discovered this uh place by accident through i mean through the pfp like uh world i wanted to get into to just like have fun and flip some stuff. And then uh, I saw some work like uh, Sarira's and yours, of course, Kate. I wanted, um, I always loved, like I said, that style. Um, and Travi, I don't know if you've seen some of like the the uh, physical, like the, the work she's done on walls and stuff in uh, buildings, super cool. I always thought that would be awesome in my house. <laughs> I have like white walls in my house. Like I just like that black and white. So it's really uh, cool with pops of color. It's awesome. Um, and now, like, I see Kate, like, starting from that, and then she's adding color. And, like, um, I got to know her, too. And, you know, I can tell, like, her confidence, definitely 100. Like, it just keeps growing and growing. And she takes more chances with that, uh, with her art, I think. And, she, like, having the community support and, like, um, all of us, I, I think, definitely means uh, a lot to the artists here because, um, you know, she like like now she has actually Kate. I don't even know if she knows or I'm supposed to say, but she has an offer also from Inceptionally on another piece um, in her collection. Um, so she technically could be sold out today, too. So that's kind of cool. But um, yeah, so like we all we're all we're all here to, you know, look out for each other. And I think that's the difference. Um, it's all artists mostly. And then the collectors, like Kate was saying, we get to really know, know you guys. And then a lot of collectors become artists and artists become collectors. And then, you know, we all, we're all like on a level playing field here. Um, I tell a lot of the, the artists here when I first got into the space, like I was like, wow, uh, I can't believe like I got DM from Pia or something like and people are like, well, you just bought her work. And like, but I'm like, no, it's different. Like um, it's different than like uh, just a regular DM. It's like people reach out and they are really grateful and appreciative. And then the same with Kate. And I didn't realize like. You can you build friendships this way. I'm not really very Web3. I live most of my time in like the outside of Web3. So now I'm like all in Web3, it seems. <laughs> and my friends like kind of hate me in real life, but uh, it's cool. 
Um, but yeah, so amazing things like happen here. And, um, I think a lot of it is this, this just incredible support system that we all like kind of, I think I came in and it, a lot of it started around Avril and, uh, and that community. And then it's kind of grown out, um, at least for me, it has. And, uh, like Rick Lee and, and Kate and, and, uh, Marika and everybody there. So, uh, yeah, and and it became a fam and then we kind of tried to, um, just grow out from there and they're so supportive and all these other communities popping up and Burton-esque and then we grew there and OG collective like Travi and, and I, and, and like Travi starting out like in this space. So I'm like, Travi's a cool guy. I like his, he works hard. So I'm like, all right, man, I'll help you. What do you need? Right. And, and that's, that's the beauty of this. Like you can have people from different walks of life, just like right here to help you. And so many skills and so many talented people here. Um, it's really like an amazing place. Uh, so I don't know. I talk about it a lot, but I'm, I'm really proud of what we're all doing here. Kato, you know, you do show so much support for people and obviously you don't have to support people like me. You know, I, I definitely appreciate it. And, you know, I'm definitely going to continue to, to try to thank you as, as many times as I can until you, <laughs> until you start getting sick of it. But, you know, I, I, you mentioned some of those communities and I have to, you know, I, I mentioned you with, with Kato crew, but yeah, Avril, and also disco studios, like I feel like, you know, these these communities that are exposing me to new art and new artists are like incredibly valuable for me as as a collector and a creator, you know, and now as and somebody who's created, you know, my my first drop, my first brand, which is like the very, very beginning steps of a very long uh, journey, no pun intended. Um, I, I do credit people like you and, and the Avril crew and, and all the artists and stuff that, that I was able to meet. Because Kate, you know, and you and I and Leah, we spoke about this for quite some time in London. You know, the idea of having imposter syndrome when you're new to something, whether it's a new job or even if you're like a new parent, you pick up your, your baby for the first time. And, and you get that imposter syndrome when you care, right? And that's what I really, I came away from our conversations in London with that. But I got to tell you, there's a lot of people who probably didn't have imposter syndrome. Like how many of us bought rugs from, from 10Ks that we thought were going to be, you know, here to stay. And, um, you know, and I think a big reason why I was hesitant was because I didn't want to be grouped in with with people who are called like a quote unquote, like influencer or a pump and dumper or a rug puller. Like I'm not like that. And that's why when I knew that I was going to activate, you know, whatever I was going to activate using the blockchain, it was going to be for a purpose that I would be okay with. And that I think everybody else is going to be okay with, because that's, that's really what matters. Cause not only as a founder, do we have to do, you know, the right thing and lead with our heart, but we've got, we've got a community look, to look out for. You know, there are people who are putting their hard-earned money or ETH, you know, into one of our pieces, and I want to make sure that they're taken care of. And if anyone ever says I over-tweet, listen, think about all the founders who disappeared. Like, how many times do we say, where are all the founders? The market's down. All you got to do is reach out and say what's up to your community, and how many just don't do that? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm bullish on people that are still here. But also, shout out to Ghosty. Ghosty's out there. He does a lot, and... Um you know, like, I don't know if he gets enough recognition because uh, he's always hustling and building stuff and community and um, Avril and, uh, like you said, Disco. So uh, I want to give him some props. Yeah, here's some Alpha Ghosty and the Disco crew. They're going to be on the podcast coming up soon. So we actually have uh, an interview coming up in the next few weeks. So, Kate, we got a lot more Alpha to drop today, don't we? Yeah, I, I just want to second that Ghosty's 
absolute diamond. <laughs> I love ghosty so much. Um, so yeah, we do. I wanted, I want to actually, cause you've mentioned the journey quite a lot. Um, and I, I, I guess a lot of people in the room will know what the journey is, but I'd love to actually find out a bit more from you. And I kind of wanted to, before we did that, um, just find out, actually turn the tables and start interviewing you, um, and find out kind of just a bit more about Travi. <laughs> Cause I know that you, you know, you're this amazing podcast host. You've just got this awesome, um, you've just got this awesome new podcast. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that, are we? We are, you're, you're going to be on like the biggest NFT podcast in, um, <laughs> in existence. Is that correct? <laughs> it's uh yeah, we were dropping some alpha. So yeah, I have fired up on the blockchain with Travi, which is uh, a podcast that I host and, um, it's been doing well. We've, we've had everybody from musicians to artists to founders. Um, you know, a lot of people doing really in- impressive things in web three, but yeah, uh, I actually just signed on to be co-host with Brian Fanzo of NFT 365 season two. He's going to have a few co-hosts, but season one had well over a million downloads. So it's uh, it's an honor for me to you know not just have Brian Fanzo as a friend. He's also an advisor on um on our drop on our brand the journey. Um, and you know I'm gonna we're gonna be chatting it up a little bit. So yeah, we're doing our first recordings uh, on Tuesday. And, uh, and you'll hear me. You'll hear me even more than you probably want to hear me. But listen, I'm all about the good people in this space. And that's why I always say Travi's bringing one love to Web3. So I'm just trying to spread it, you know, everywhere I go. That's so exciting. I think, I mean, you're such a great host. It's, um, it's going to be great. I, I think that's such a great opportunity for you. Um, so how I, I just kind of want to know how you've found yourself in this space. <laughs> Yeah. How, I mean, geez, finding myself in this space now, it's funny to look back at like when, when you start in the web three and, and what that really means, because, um, you know, I, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you and a big part of the journey is, is my background too. So I, I worked with kids with special needs and behavioral disabilities as a full-time, you know, teacher for, uh, nearly two decades. And I also worked with kids prior to that, even like since I was 13, um, so there was, there was a whole lot of um, community building and reaching out to different people and, you know, celebrating other people that I was I was kind of used to, you know, because that's what you do for the kids. That's what you do for the communities, whether you're doing fundraising events or you're, you know, literally spending money from your own pocket to make sure that they have food to eat and supplies to to, you know, do art with and things like that. So there, that, that's a whole lot of of my professional background. And also, you know, my wife is a pretty prominent, uh, real estate agent, uh, right outside of Manhattan in the Northern New Jersey area. And so, uh, you know, I got my uh, real estate certification and actually got certified in something called crypto certified, you know, realtor, which basically just said, if you were crypto rich and you wanted to use some of that towards a home, uh, I could kind of lead you. It, it was a certification that just said, Hey, I know about crypto. But one, one thing that really intrigued me about that was that, in that certification, I'm able to sell a home as an NFT, which is pretty much just kind of having it stamped on the blockchain. You have all the same, all the same stuff you would in a regular home sale, but you just you have a kind of a, a blockchain stamp on the front page there that deed. Um, so that was really intriguing to me, right? But really, what got me into like the collector side of Web three is I started to to learn about NFTs, and I probably learned what they were in the same way a lot of other people learned, which was. Uh, why would anyone want to spend all this money on a JPEG? And, and that was like a couple years back. But once I realized it's not a JPEG, it's a smart contract, it's art, it's utility, it's 
music. It's it's really anything that you can make it. It's it's a ticket to a show to a concert. I realized, all right, this is this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. So, as a dad of two young daughters, they're both toddlers now, but one was not even one yet. Uh, so for her first birthday, uh, I said it would be really cool to purchase some NFTs to kind of create her own wallet. And um, and then for my other daughter, who was not even, maybe she was two, um, I started to purchase things for her, for her wallet. So what I really gravitated towards were female-led projects and artists, female artists and female projects. So this way, when my, my babies look back down the road, they'll be able to see what the wonderful women in Web3 were able to do when they, you know, when this kind of next version of the internet started. So that was really my whole journey in the collector side. And then it was a little bit more of the utility cases and stuff that I personally fell in love with. Um, and, and now the art and the music component of it, thanks to people like yourself, Kate, you know, and Kato. But I do have to say too, like even leading what got me into wanting to work with kids in the first place was the fact that I wish I had a teacher who gave a crap about me the way I give a crap about these kids. Because I knew that when I was going through some struggles in life, all I really needed was a teacher to show me that they cared, you know, to, to not use like, hey, we have no money in the budget to, to have the supplies that you need for this after school care program. Or, you know, sorry that, you know, things are going on in your household, but we don't really have the services right now to provide a platform for you to, to speak with somebody. Yeah, there were guidance counselors, but they weren't like the same that the kids have now. So, you know, when I was looking at what career, to, I, I, I did a little bit of marketing right after my, my undergrad. I did some like fashion merchandising stuff, but there was just something about helping the kids um, because because I know how important it is. You know, I worked with them since I was 13 as a camp counselor, as a coach. And then as, as a teacher, I knew that when it was time for me to activate something on the blockchain, it was going to be, you know, with these kids in mind. So that's a little bit of my background. That's kind of a long story long there, Kate. <laughs> Sorry if I went on a little long. No, no, that was so interesting. And I just love how like at every point in your journey, you've literally, it's all about kids. It's like, it's so nice. I love that. I love the idea of you creating like these wallets for your girls and they're going to have all this amazing, powerful female art in their in their wallets when, when they're old enough. And oh, it's brilliant. I love that idea so much. And, you know, I think it was hearing you talk about this when we were standing in that conference center um, that made me so sort of excited for your project. Cause I feel like, you know, you've, it's not like you've, I mean, any project that, that um, uses profits for, for good, you know, good causes is, is amazing. But you've come at it from a really experienced place, you know, like a place of, you know, this has been your life's work kind of thing. And you're, you're obviously so passionate about it. And I just think that genuine passion really shows through. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited for you. And I think it's just, it's, it's, it's such a nice, um, it, it's such a, it sort of uh, like goes full circle. Do you know what I mean? Um, from your sort of web two life. So can you tell us a bit about the concept behind the journey then? Absolutely. And I do want to say this too, you know, the advisors that we signed on to, to help with this, this project, it's not a project guys, it's a brand. And the very first drop is a character uh, that's going to be one of an array of characters as part of a long storyline. Um, but that's like the fun stuff for the collectors. But the advising team, I have to say, like, I think that, you know, when they when they saw that passion that I lead with, like, I, I lead with my heart and my soul on this thing. Like, that's that's what I'm 
I'm referring to when I say like I wanted to activate the blockchain for something that I personally believed in. Not not to say other people are doing it wrong, but you know we all kind of do things our our own way. So I mentioned Brian Fanzo, who is uh, you know the host of 365 NFT 365. He also did Mint 365. So he hosted a podcast every day for a year about NFTs and minted an NFT every day for a year. And those are going to be a giant mosaic that a collector will be able to buy. And they have that like displayed in their spatial metaverse, which the journey I'm proud to say is one of. But, you know, th- there's a lot of things that go into it. So, you know, Fanzo's an advisor. Maddie Lieber, the, the COO of CryptoChicks, formerly of Facebook, Meta and Google, is, uh, is an advisor too. And I, I think that, you know, she gets approached to advise projects all the time. And this mission that, that we have here is, is go, is far trans, transcends what, what I'm able to announce today. Um, and I also want to say, too, we've got Selly from the Crypto Tech Women. We've got Leslie, who's also part of NFT365. Katie Brinkley, who was named one of the top marketing, uh, marketing minds in the United States just, uh, just this week. We've also got Crypto Clarence, Brandon Blitz, and, and somebody, Dr. Ogan Koya, who is uh, not only a personal friend, but he's our educational advisor as well. So like I said, we've got a lot going on. But the mission, there's two overarching missions that I, I can release today. The first is that a percentage of every single mint. And when I say mint, I don't mean like, I don't mean like, hey, you're going to buy this and then I'm going to take from my wallet and put in this. No, directly from the mint, we split the wallets. It'll all be completely transparent. And that's what I'm saying when I, when I said we utilize the blockchain. We've got splits going right from every mint. One is going directly into a wallet that's supporting. We're creating our own grant program for kids who are underprivileged, whose art and music and STEM and theater programs are being defunded. And I can tell you, and Cato, you and I have talked about this, as a teacher of kids with special needs and disabilities in the inner city of New Jersey, a lot of gang stuff, a lot of bad stuff going on. I saw what can happen when these kids get their programs defunded. Like, I know that lives were literally saved and, and, you know, and the opposite of that for having these programs and not having them. So that's my very first mission. So right from every minute, as soon as the, the dev deploys the funds into the wallets, one, I'm not touching for anything other than that grant fund that's going straight to the kids. The second wallet split is specifically saved for an artist support fund because you people listening who are the artists, the people who are paving the way for these kids you people need to be supported as well. So what we're going to be doing is called the journey because we're allowing these kids to take their first steps into these art programs that we're not, we're not letting them leave. The teachers will be able to apply and we, the community will be able to, to say yes, yes or no to whether we want to actually use our funds for those programs. So we'll, they'll be taking the first steps on that journey, right? But where they're going to end up is hopefully right where you are, the artists and musicians selling their work on the blockchain. And that's why we're going to be putting our money where our mouth is and supporting artists like the ones listening today, the ones at Cato Crew. Kate, you know, I already told you. <laughs> I was going to buy yours today, but I'm pretty priced out on this one. But we'll, we'll, we'll find one that works for us. But that's, that's what it's all about. It's about the transparency because the blockchain doesn't lie. And you know who else doesn't lie? Travi doesn't lie. And so if you purchase one of our NFTs, again, there's only 357, you're not just getting an NFT. You're not just saying, I believe in you, Travi. You're saying, I believe in these kids. I believe in the future of the arts that we right now, yeah, we know we're selling art and music on a blockchain, but we want to see these kids become the next Kate Phillipsons, the next Avril 15s, the next Gordy Ox, the next Kamaya, the next Claire Von Savage, you know, the future Cato crew. 
And who knows, like without people like us, who knows if those programs would even still exist, Kate. That's so amazing. And, you know, it's so interesting. Well, hearing you talk about it, you're so passionate about it. You see, I mean, you said before that it's something that you, you kind of do from the heart. I feel like, Travi, you do everything from the heart. <laughs> it really comes across when you're talking. But it's so exciting. So this, so that that whole kind of is that's super clear. What's great about the blockchain is that it can be so transparent and you can know exactly what you're doing. And I love that you've got that kind of wallet that it's all going to where that's going directly to support kids. That's amazing. Um, you've got this awesome team behind you. Did you say there was 350 um, 350 in the first collection? There's 357, and that's our Genesis 357. Yeah, so, and I do want to say this. It's, it's so far, Kate, and, and that's, it's not been public. It's not a public mint. It's really a designated for specific, I don't want to say like we're shutting people out, but what we're doing is we want to make sure that the people who get in are the people who understand the cause that we're going for. Because as a founder and creator, in my mind, it's not a degen play. This is something that we're creating. And, you know, some of the artists who bought in already uh, and the founders, uh, there's project founders, there's builders. It's got a bit of a Soho house vibe, Kate. And, and, I, and I think like if I, if I can bring 357 people together into one room, you know, who, who would we want them to be? We would, want, we would want them to be people who are right now, you know, in this for the right reasons. We want real life events to happen. We want, you know, curated, you know, art events to happen. I want the metaverse gallery in spatial that we're going to build to celebrate all the artists that not have only purchased one, but also that we are able to purchase a piece of for our community. And there's a lot of things, Kate, that we have in mind, but I always need to make sure that we lead, like you said, lead with the heart, like lead with the soul. The mission of the, of what we're doing here is for these kids and it's for the arts. And, you know, yeah, I, I try to lead with my heart and sometimes Kate, you know, maybe I lead a little bit too much with my heart as, as I spilled my guts to you in London, but, but thanks for, uh, Thanks for shaking that imposter syndrome out of me. I really needed that. Oh, no, I imposter everyone. Well, I, I honestly feel like most sound people have imposter syndrome. <laughs> like, as you said, the rug pull guys do, don't. <laughs> I feel like everyone up here has imposter syndrome at some point about something. So, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think it was really nice to talk, to hear that from you as well. And just kind of, I think that was just hearing you talk about the project, honestly, um, made me feel so uh, I don't know it's, it just it just feels so genuine and I think that's why you've got so many of these amazing people buying into it um and actually the mint is really affordable like the pre-mint anyway you're doing this kind of like very friends and family style pre-mint aren't you uh yeah yeah I'll talk a little bit about that um, we actually are opening up pre-mint round two but pre-mint one was really for our you know the, the people that we were able to celebrate with early you know the, the friends and family as you said and now, you know, opening it up to the Cato crew, uh, the Fangirl Friday crew, the people listening to this, you know, you mentioned the affordability and that's kind of the thing too, like as much as I would love to, to drop free ones to everybody because, you know, the community that we have of these builders and artists is incredible. We still need to do some of the funds for the, for the kids and the arts, right? So no matter what, um, if we can get you, the people listening in early, um, you're going to be paying, well, the, let's just say the public will be paying double what you're paying. So if you get on the pre-mint, all you really need to do is put your Twitter handle and your minting wallet address. And then I'm literally sitting at my computer and I'm manually putting your 
just those two things in. And all that's going to do is, is open up the gate and that's going to allow you to mint. So your minting price, if you're listening, is 0.05. It goes to the kids for the grant fund. And part of that goes directly to the artist support fund, which I'm super excited to be able to do, especially having met a bunch of the artists. And listen, you know, the artist who created this, Tyler Vaughn, he's getting specifically paid right from the mint as well. So, you know, it's all very transparent. And to me, like I said, the blockchain doesn't lie. I want to make sure that the people listening to this have an opportunity to get in on a Genesis drop because any future utility, and I can announce a couple things, I can't say too many um, because every drop does have a different utility kind of attached to it in terms of partnerships. But everybody who's involved in the Genesis drop will be included in any future utility, whether it's a real life event, any partnership deal, anything that's token gated. If somebody you know buys a fifth character in a few months from now, they might not get the exact same utility that you get as a Genesis holder. And you know, one of the things that, that led me to do that is because you know, you sometimes see some of the collections, the 10Ks and those that drop like future drops and stuff like that. And it, it just makes the first one kind of feel like more like worthless. It almost feels like a cash grab. No, no disrespect to anyone who's doing that. It's my personal feeling. Like, I don't think you should have to go out of your way to buy every single one. However, if you do, there will be certain perks if you have, you know, multiple characters. And then of course, if you collect the entire crew, because it is an entire storyline. And every time we meet a character in that story, uh, we'll meet them as an NFT drop. So that'll be the first time we ever meet them. And Kato, you could probably agree with this too, is nobody wants another new Discord. So we've got a Twitter community and you got me DMing you straight up as the founder of the project, telling you how much I appreciate you and some of the things that, that we're going to give you over time. And Kate, I do have a little alpha about Miami, but we can get to that a little bit later if you want. No, I want I want the alpha now, <laughs> if it's appropriate. Well, so I know we've we've got in a uh, we've got a bunch of I'm looking down the list here. We got legends from all over the world here. If anybody will be in Miami, the journey is teaming up with some other NFT brands. But if anyone will be Art Basel, uh, November 30th, you all we'll we'll figure out a way to get you on that list because it's no matter what you're doing that day that night, this is this is where you want to be. So, Kate, that's kind of alpha, but not not the whole drop. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that I mean, oh, I wish I was in Miami. <laughs> that, that sounds awesome. That sounds like a really fun event. Um, you mentioned before that the journey has a story. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I think one of the fun things for collectors um, that, that I've been able to find, you know, I, I take a look at some of the 10Ks. This is not a 10K collection, but I, I do look at some of the ones that have storylines that are, like, fun, um, whether you want to talk about um, like gamification or whatever, our artist Tyler Vaughn is actually creating like a comic book version of what the first character drop, it, what the first character is going to be going through. And um, I can say if you've seen any of the uh, the unrevealed art, I guess I can give you a little bit of that story too. The unrevealed art, it looks like a robot that's not really turned on or activated yet or fired up, right? And the reason for that being the unrevealed art is it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for our kids in these schools and, and what could really happen to them and what they're like if they lose their grant pro their funding for art, music, STEM, theater. They're basically being treated like robots. And as a teacher, I can tell you one of the things that led me to want to transition away from that into some other stuff like Web3 is that I don't want to just teach to the test anymore. You know, we 
I, I, as I love teaching, you know, reading and, and, and writing and math, social studies and science, and they are very important, but so are the arts, right? And when you see the kids who are able to get their art programs, their after school dance classes, you know, trying out for the school play, you see a light come on in their eyes. You know, you see their, it's, it's almost like a new version of them that tells them there's a reason for me to be in school. Like I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not just here to, to hang out with my friends and whatever. Like I'm, I'm here and I, there's a future that's being kind of led for me based on my talents and my skill set. So the very first character is not revealed. And, and that's why, because I want people to understand that's why that robot looks the way the robot looks kind of not turned on yet. Right. So as the character goes through their story and, and meets different people, the community will actually be able to vote on whether the, some of the characters are friends or, or foes, right? So we've already got eight or nine different characters lined up. And as I said, this is a whole storyline. It's a whole brand. And we want to use IP in different ways. We want to see the IP uh, on merchandise. Um, I've got some calls set up with some toy companies. I can't announce anything, nor can I promise, because those are very, very long conversations that go back and forth. But we can see that. And also, in some of the one-of-ones that we're going to have out, you'll be able to see a little bit of a glimpse of what like story, the storyline, I don't know if you want to call it road roadmap 2.0, but like the next version of the story becomes because inside of every machine, right? There's a, there's a ghost inside of the machine. And what we want to do is not only get that light turned on in the kid's eyes. and, And not only do we want to make sure that the funds are going to where they need to go. We want these kids to break out of that, that robot out of that mentality that they're, a lot of times, and I know it's not like this in every state, every country, so I need to put that disclaimer, or even every school district here. But we want to see them you know, turn into who they really are. So along Roadmap 1.0, we're going to meet some of the characters as they're going through you know, their interactions. But Roadmap 2.0, we're going to see really what it looks like you know, when those lights are fully turned on and, uh, and they become you know, the people that we know that they can be. So there's a, that's a little bit of the storyline for you. That's a really nice metaphor for like the, you know, the kids. It's, it's, it's really nice. It's a really nice sort of, I don't know if metaphor is the right word, analogy. Um, you know, thinking about they are like these vessels and they have so much talent and so much, so much potential. But obviously, if they don't have any funding, it's just it's just such a ridiculous situation, isn't it? And um, I think as well, the fact that now there is such a great outlet in Web3, in the NFT space. There's such a great outlet for creativity, like a real viable way of making a, a, a living, I guess, out, out of out of the, your creativity. So um, I love the fact that it's kind of going, you know, it's, a, it's an NFT project that's going to hopefully bring a load of artists to the fore and we're just going to get more great art and, and creativity out of it. I know it's not just art and creativity. There's also the sciences and, and um, all the other sort of just areas that these children get neglected on. I love it. And that's why I want to make sure that we keep it. The people that are down for the cause, you know, that are coming in to say like, okay, like the arts, the music, right. The the STEM and and theater, like those are the things that are important because without that, and a lot of artists listening right now, know, like maybe, maybe none of, none of you would be here without those programs, right. In the schools. And also that's why we limited it to 357. Like it's not a thousand, it's not a 10 K it's just 357. So we're only going to have a a few rounds of pre-mints and I'm happy to, to release one to everybody listening today. Awesome. Well, that is very exciting. Um, I'm really excited for it. 
Um, I'm definitely getting one. <laughs> uh, your very your passion is really infectious, and I think you're, it's really inspiring to you talk about it. Um, it's really really great. I don't know if Kato, you have any kind of comments on the yeah, Travi. Um, I I filled out the uh, pre-mint form because I missed the last one. Uh, so yeah, very excited about it, and I think it's a great cause. Like. Uh, I'll tell a little quick story, but my mom was a New York City public school teacher for like 30 years. And um, it's really like in the richest, we're like one of the richest countries in the world, of course, in USA and uh, New York City, like super expensive to live, super high taxes. And the schools get skipped over and bypassed and they are like defunded and they don't have money for anything. The teachers make very little money. They can't afford to even live near the school they teach in. Um, they don't have money for supplies. So uh, my mom uh, went through that too. Um, and she didn't have to teach at some point, but she loved teaching the kids and all of that. And um, she was one of the ones who wouldn't let the kids like there were a lot of teachers that would just pass kids right through because they couldn't deal and they'd be like, just put them to the next grade. And she definitely was not one of those she cared. Um, and that's why she did it for so long. And, um, but that's, that's why this project, uh, resonates with me a lot. And, uh, I like what Travi does. And we're from like the same kind of area up there in the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Um, and there's a lot of like, there's a lot of money up there, but there's also a lot of poverty It's a big, uh, gap. And, um, it's like it's like a lot of places, I'm sure. But, you know, um, they're like if you're in the wealthy suburbs of Connecticut, you don't maybe need to go to private school. Um, but if as soon as you go to the neighboring city, um, you know, the, the, the public schools there, uh, they struggle because there's so many kids. And it's like they have the same amount of money almost as these uh, as these other towns. So, uh, yeah, it's really important. And uh, especially the arts and uh, kids with disabilities and, and the, these minority groups, uh, they need all the extra help and uh, attention because they're the first ones generally that get cut when funding gets cut. Like they get cut first. They're like considered, you know, um, fringe and they'll be cut. Um, so, yeah, so there's a lot there's a lot of good to this. So I'm excited for it. Thanks, Cato. Also, to provide further context to what Cato was just mentioning, too, um, you know, having been a teacher and prior to that, a coach and camp counselor and all that, all of all the fun things that go along with kind of building that resume. um, You know, I put a lot of money into the kids while I was a teacher. So I and I wrote grants. So I understand how that process works. This is not you know, this is not somebody trying to make a promise to sell NFTs. (laughs) Like This is something I saw from the inside. Um, I wrote grants to try to get funding for things because I knew how much I was spending thousands of dollars, you know, a year in, in, in all different kinds of kinds of things. And listen, you know, Kato, and you didn't mention it, you know, as, as my career continued and I went into the urban environment and in the inner city, um, you know, I don't know if you can tell everybody from me talking, but I'm a white guy. I'm a white guy from New Jersey. Um, so when I went into the, the inner cities, I had zero you know, zero white students. Like everybody was from, you know, either you know, some um, a different country from Africa who immigrated up here, a different country from Central America, um, you know, or you know, just Af- African Americans and Haitian Americans and things. And and I saw, like, I saw the 
discrepancy. I saw the, you know, the differences from when I did teach in more of an affluent community in one of the suburbs. And, um, and that's what, you know, that's what led me to want to stay there. Like, that's why I went into urban education and that's why I now decided to do this Cato on the blockchain because people like your mom are, are the people that, that understand, right. The people like myself and my friends that are still teachers, they understand. And, and I think that the blockchain could, you know, could activate a lot the transparency of our wallets, where they're going right from the mints. Um, it's I'm going to share that with the community. I'm going to share the the wallet that has the artist support fund with the community because I will be displaying or we will be displaying the artist's work for the community to see. That includes the musicians. Um, and like I said, they'll all be displayed in spatial as well. So there's a lot of good that's going to yeah. come out. Travi, oh yeah, I was sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, I think like um, just to stay on that, topic uh we had a we had a space yesterday with uh gary um senrock uh cato crew spaces cc and uh katie and everyone was there and um uh we had a big discussion about um about things like this and supporting um you know groups and um people in the community doing good things you were there travi obviously but i i know not not everybody else was um and that's a great thing about like um, we have collectors like Gary um, and I will continue to shout him out because I, I'm really impressed with like what he does in the space. And he's traveled and he's met um, he's gone to places to see how uh, artists live and to see to meet them in person. And a lot of collectors don't have the experiences of uh, of living and seeing how others have lived, the, the poorer people. Um, the people who don't grow up with with much, um, and I mean poor in wealth, not in community or anything. But um, and uh, I grew up in a, in inner city in um, a very uh, yeah I guess like sort of lower middle class when I was first um, when I was born into this world uh, in the Bronx, New York, and um, we uh, we were immigrant my family immigrants so I understand like a lot of that and then eventually you know I moved to Connecticut and um, to a very wealthy uh, suburb uh, my dad um, worked pretty hard and uh, some executive work at IBM and and they had a program and they moved and to get us into better schools was the reason they moved and my mom continued to teach in New York City but I they moved to Connecticut for me and my sister. Um, and that's the problem. Like a lot of people, you know, we had that opportunity. I had that, but I saw how both sides live and, um, there's such a disconnect. So, uh, it's important to listen to people like Travi who have seen both sides. And, um, and I think myself too, um, I've, I've lived in both sides and I have friends from both sides. Um, and the, the, the commonality, the common theme I see is like the family theme that keeps everybody together in the community. And um, that's really what we have here. So I think when, when Travi and people do good things like this, we should all uh, use whatever um, you want to call influence we have in the space and uh, try to help them out. Um, yeah, so Travi, yeah, we got your back. And uh, I think uh, Gary's also going to uh, the Art Basel thing on the 30th. So um, there's going to be a bunch of collectors there. And Kate, I don't know if you've met him before, but I, you know, you know, I hook you up. So I'll definitely introduce in a space. Um, that'd be fun to do too. So oh, back awesome. to you, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. And yeah, I think it's, I think it is, 
it's great, Travi, that you've got this kind of life experience that you're bringing to this. You know, it's not just like an idea to do something nice, you know, to do something good. It's like come from a place of real sort of expertise and kind of experience. And I think that's, that makes such a difference. Um, how are you going to share like the work that you're doing with the community, uh, you know, so that, so people will, will buy in, they'll want to know updates on, on how, how it's going and how, how their money's supporting these kids. Is that sort of part of the plan? Yeah, we have a couple of different ways. As I mentioned, the the one thing that resonated with me, um, or else I would have already started it, was a disc. Um, nobody wanted a new Discord. Um, if Twitter, you know, <laughs> let's keep our fingers crossed, Twitter still exists. If Twitter goes down, of course, there'll be a Discord. Hopefully, I can team up with you know some of our friends. Uh, you know, Kate, maybe the Disco Studios and those guys get a channel in there. Maybe start our own. But we've got a Twitter community where uh, everybody who mints, um, I find, you know, I find them. Uh, I invite them to the Twitter community. Uh, I've also made an effort to follow every single person back. Um, I make an effort to stay in touch. And also when they sign up, uh, you know, it's optional. But if they sign up for the pre-mint list, they can put their email. So, you know, we have a marketing executive uh, who we work with. We've got some marketing people who are more day-to-day as well. Um, but the marketing uh, company that we've hired is going to be doing a whole lot um, in terms of not just a newsletter, but really making the journey and the collectors of the journey celebrated uh, through socials. And as we talked about earlier, you know, my podcast fired up on the blockchain with Travi is going to be talking a lot about what's going on with the journey. So that's another place you can find out um, Fanzo's podcast, NFT 365. I'll be a co-host on season two. Uh, as an advisor of the project, he's definitely going to be asking questions uh, about the journey. We're going to be filling people in as well on that. But, you know, as I said, I'm not I'm not quiet on Twitter. And when I think I'm over tweeting, I think about all the founders who who stop tweeting, all the founders that stop reaching out, all the all the discords that have gone dry. Um, you know, and I think maybe for some people, discords in general have gotten exhausting. But, you know, we, we know the ones that are that are flourishing. We know the Burton-esques and, and the Discos and the Avril's and those that, that are doing pretty well. So, you know, Kate, I do have an array of ways, you know, I think that first of all, following me on Twitter is a really good start. Uh, if I invite you into the Twitter community, um, please accept that invite because, you know, keeping track of the holders is incredibly important to me. Like, especially this Genesis drop, like you will be getting notified a lot of times personally by me, like letting you know, hey, you can claim this thing or, hey, you have access to purchase this thing that only holders can have access to. Or, you know, do you want to get on the guest list for Miami at a very exclusive VIP event with the, some of the top founders that currently exist in the NFT space? I mean, Kate, I've got a lot in store. And, you know, even from when I was little, I wanted to create a brand. You know, I grew up watching like wrestling on television, uh, different, you know, cartoons. So, I understood what like characters were about understanding characterization and, um, you know, character development. And I always wanted to start something, create something that had an array of characters that were dynamic, that could change. And, um, you know, this is just, this is the very first, not even, not even first step of the journey. Uh, so, you know, there'll be a lot of fun things to come, a lot of branding, a lot of IP usage, a lot of partnerships, Kate. So, you know, let's just, let's all stay in touch somehow. And if you, if you do put your, your email address, you will be included in the newsletter for updates as well. I think you're properly built for this, Travis. <laughs> you're so good at it. You're really good at communicating, obviously. 
and you, you know, you just, you give enough like of your, as we said, you know, you wear your heart in your sleeve, but you, I think you are really built for this. You're like built for having a brand. It's amazing. I think you, I think you're like, what you're doing is great, but it's bound to do well. Like you've got all the merch plans. You've got so many plans. You've sort of a real kind of constantly thinking about how to develop it and how to make it into something else and how to like add value, which is great. And I love that you're starting with such a small sort of select, not a select group in terms of, you know, your uh, gatekeeping, but in terms of like just to ensure that you're able to to give back to your community in the, in the right way, you know, at the right level. I think that's really nice. Okay, um, I, I, yeah. I just want to say, yeah, it's, it's not gatekeeping necessarily to keep no. people out. It's gatekeeping to make sure that the people who want to get in, get in and it doesn't get botted and it doesn't have some weird kind of thing where, you know, we, we've seen what could happen when bots like buy up. When you put your heart and soul into something, you want to make sure that it's done correctly. So while it's fun to mint out, in like a second and, and shout out to, you know, everybody who's been able to, to do that here and the artists and the, a lot of the other OG collective, you know, folks and founders. Um, I want to make sure that it's, it's done in, in a, a way that when we do, you know, finish our, our third premium, that the people who are in our community are the people that we want to be sitting across the table from at a real life event. Like I'm looking around the room now, I've seen so many people who have purchased it and um, it, it's, like it's heartwarming to me. Like the, these are the people in the space right now that we want. And I'm going to, I'm going to be real for a second. Like I'm tired of the BS. Like I'm tired of the rug pulls. I'm tired of the, um, what do we call them? Like the slow rugs. I'm tired of the people just saying like, Oh, I, you know, I can't keep up with the communicating. So I'm not going to communicate anymore. Just like, you know, I'll be back in a few months or that stuff pisses me off. Right. Because I like everybody has an opportunity if they need a mental health break, like totally understand that. Just be upfront about it. Just say, Hey, you know what? This, this is a little different than, than what I was thinking. I'm pivoting. These are my next steps. And I'm, I don't want the BS. I want the people who are down for this cause to be the people who are going to be benefiting from the Genesis drop. And you know, I, I'm tired of the bad actors. I love the art. I love the artists. I love the kids that we're going to be celebrating with our grant fund. And that's, that's really why we're, we're doing it in the way we're doing it. I could have done a, a public mint already, you know, just, just prayed for a mint out, but that's not what we want. We want the right people, you know, who are going to appreciate what we're doing. Yeah. And, and I think you're doing that. It's, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a really, it's a really nice way of doing it. It's really well thought through and I like it a lot. Sorry. I'm just slightly distracted. <laughs> five like, minutes left. And, and um, Greg, who's in the room has put in a bid. <laughs> I just literally went to my email to check because I've turned the sound off on my computer because it's like pinging all the time. And I just went to my email to check to see like had it finished and then I saw there'd been another bid. <laughs> Wait, Greg, Greg, uh, he bid again? Yes. Yeah. He's so sneaky, man. Greg, Greg's like, Greg's like, yeah, uh, this is really nice art. Like, and then, then he's dropping bids uh, at the top, man. I love oh Greg. He's so great. Amazing. He loves this piece. He didn't, he, he was talking about it. I'm going to put him on uh, out in public, but he was talking about it in uh, OG Collective chat saying how awesome it was. And uh, he thinks like one of your greatest pieces. So I have to say it's pretty, it's pretty dope. So, yeah. Oh, um, thanks so much. Yeah. I'm literally quite a bit speechless. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, a pretty useless host right now. 
Um, no, you're good. <laughs> it's it's kind of amazing. Yeah, I'm very very happy. And and also, you know what, Greg? When I funnily enough, when I was Please. when I was um when I was creating my contract, like on Manifold, I created a contract, and that's what I'm going to be minting all these new pieces on. And it said who my biggest collector was, and it's Greg. You've collected most of my pieces of of all collectors. So this is like. Just, yeah, I'm buzzing that you've got this one, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> yeah, and can I just say, like, the the Ince- Inceptionally has a bid on the other piece, but, yeah, I think you're going to have to raise that bid at this point now, the uh, the offer. <laughs> Probably get closer to one, I think, maybe, Kate, to work a deal. I don't know. Kate didn't say this to me. I'm negotiating. Yeah. No, I mean, that I is think let's, let's up it. <laughs> let's get her some more. <laughs> We're in conversation. <laughs> That's for sure. But, yeah, I mean, oh, God, I'm just a bit, yeah. Yeah, do it now before do it now before this one hits two ETH. <laughs> hey, Clarence is here too, Travi. Say hi, uh, Clarence. What's up, bro? What's up, Clarence? Yeah, Clarence has been um, a, a big influential piece of um, some of my beginning pieces too for the journey. As I mentioned, he's an advisor on, on the project, and he's somebody who's kind of like you've heard about people who are like chief vibes officers and stuff. He's more of like a chief sentiment officer. Like he's, he understands the markets. He understands what's going on with different projects. Um, you know, just kind of like trends in the market. He's, he's somebody who, you know, in the split second I can DM and he'll be able to tell me like, Travi, this is a good decision. This is a bad decision. And, and it's been, it's been really invaluable having him. He's, he's somebody who I, who I trust, who's not only a member of the OG collective, but someone I got to meet at NFT NYC um, you know, and again, Kate, we talk about these real life encounters that we have with people and that really, that binds this trust in like a little bit of a different way. And you mentioned Greg too. Greg was one of our first mentors of the journey as well. Like Greg, Greg and I have DM'd a few times. Sorry, Greg, again, not to put you out there, but he knows how much I, I appreciate him in general, just as a collector that I respect. And, you know, for him to, to get involved with what we're doing, maybe even before he totally knew what our cause was, it's just somebody to support a fellow OG collective member, or maybe he did know, but listen, it's, it's kind of poetic right now, Kate, that, you know, it, with, with two minutes left in your, you know, in your auction, you know, the artful endeavors, Greg himself, you know, is, is the leading, uh, is the leading bid here. So it, I think it's poetic that it would go, you know, to somebody like him. Oh yeah, absolutely. And also because I know that, you know, Greg's got, it's, I, I feel like it's not dissimilar to your um, background, Cato. Uh, like, a, I'm sure, I mean, we're talking about him and we could let him up on stage. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we're, we're totally just talking about Greg while he's not, while he's not in the room or while he's in the room, but can't reply. Um, but I feel like he's, you know, you've, you, I know Greg that you've got like a history with art collection in real life as well. So it's so, it's always when you buy an artist's work, I feel like it comes from a real art place of art appreciation, which is, I don't know, makes it more special, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, can't talk. <laughs> so I'm gonna shut That's up. right. He came up here. He came up here. Hey. Oh, awesome. Hi. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Some of my favorite people here. That's right. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Awesome piece. Awesome piece. Oh, Kate. Killed it with this one. So beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I was telling. I'm like the actual res- the response has been really, really amazing to this piece. I'm so happy because when you stared at something for like 35 hours or however long it's taken, you really get to a point where you're like, you, you know, like when you write down a word and you stare at it for so long, you can't. It doesn't look like the word anymore. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like with 
well with me anyway I look at the piece and I'm like I can't tell if this is good or not um but yeah so it does take other people's seeing it through other people's eyes to be like really appreciate it again so I'm just so happy like I'm I'm chuffed thank you so much and let's officially say that piece is officially sold congratulations Greg you are you're a real one, my friend. Kate, how are you feeling? You went from 0.07 to 1.35. What is what is that like a uh, a 1.28 uh, <laughs> increase there? I mean, you know, you know from a collector's point of view, but for me, I've I just don't know. I'm so risk averse. I'm so not a gambler that it is just terrifying. In there, <laughs> I, was, I was absolutely stunned and talking. And Nathan was like so helpful and calmed me down he's honestly been like an absolute gem throughout this whole process because he's really helped he's such a great person actually I know he's not here so I can talk about him because he'll hate this but he um he really helped me sort of set up for this piece and do my kind of you know marketing I guess it sounds a bit dirty saying marketing but that's what it is he he kind of was really really gave me some advice and really helped me kind of make this into actually a, a thing, you know, like rebrand and, and, um, for my second year. Cause, cause that was my intention, but I definitely would have messed it up. Like I did my, um, listing. <laughs> so yeah, Kate, yeah. he definitely, um, we, we spoke, uh, last week or like earlier in this week, sorry. Um, and we were both talking about your drop and how excited we were, and it was new for you. So we all, of course, come together behind the scenes. And, um, you know, I don't think it's bad to say it, that, that we, we, we DM each other looking out for um, for you guys, uh, especially, you know, like the, the real, the leaders in the space. Um, like you guys are so important, the, the artists who speak for other artists, I guess, uh, represent um, super, super important to us. So I think that's why, like, I, that's Greg does that all the time. Like, he's always looking out for you guys um, and probably doesn't tell you all that, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, um, it, it's pretty amazing community. And there's there's so much love. We all support each other. Uh, just amazing. So, yeah, shout out and congrats on the, the piece. It's so dope, like I said. Um, I would like to take some credit for bringing Greg to OG Collective because I think I did tell him about it. But, you know, that's that's just me, Travi. I'm not going to brag that our one of our legendary collectors came in through Avril and Mick. <laughs> yeah, Kate, I love it. You, you know we love you, man. Like you, you're bringing in obviously some of the the greatest members um, that we that we possibly could have wished for. But what's been really cool, bro, even before you know folks like Greg came in, is a lot of stuff that we've been building. Um, and you've seen some of the internal things that we're working on. And now we're coming out of the shadows a little bit. You know, we're doing our spaces. We've got our Dow formation coming. And there's a whole lot of great stuff and opportunities for people to to learn, not just about the OG Collective, but, you know, the members like yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm really most proud that I brought Greg in for real because he's like one of, I think, the best supporters in the community. So that's uh, all my other connections that people have come in. You know, they're great, too. I love them all. But uh, he was him backing like OG Collective, I thought was like for me, amazing. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll praise him all day, but he knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting into. I just trusted. Uh, I just trusted you, Cato. You haven't led me astray yet, so I'm really happy that uh, I jumped in when I did. Me too, brother. Me too. Thank you. 
and Kate, and you have the support of our whole crew, obviously, you know, Cato and Greg, and, and obviously a lot of the best uh, collectors out there and, and artists that are all tuning in to hear you. So Kate, you know, this is, this is your time, you know, how are you feeling? You, your piece sold for 1.35 Ethereum or Ether. And, you know, it belongs to uh, one of our OG collective crew and, Kate, you know, I remember even the before before we left NFT London and we were kind of talking about your art and, and all the reasons it connected with me. And then to see this come out and just see how this connected with so many people in such a short amount of time. How are you feeling right now? You know, I, I saw that too. It, it reset to 0.07, but but a moment later it said auction one by Artful Endeavors for point uh, for 1.35. And I was just saying, how are you feeling right now? Like, you know, don't go on mute. Let everybody know how it feels. Your, your piece sold and not just sold. It's sold for 1.28 higher than the initial price to one of our the top collectors that you could ever ask to, to hold your pieces. So let it out, sister. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm like completely speechless and buzzing and um, can't string a sentence together. So that's the kind of indication of how I feel. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is amazing. It's it's such a great like. It's, I was really hoping that everyone would really like this piece and it's kind of just really started my year two off in a great way because now I can, I'll, I'll, I realise that, you know, when you really put work in, it does pay off. When you really, really invest so much time, really go, I mean, for this piece, I really feel like a proper artist and I know I said earlier that I, I didn't feel like a proper artist before I was an illustrator and I hid behind that. And for this piece, I've really taken a proper creative route from start to finish. I've got involved with every part of it and come up, you know, the concept and everything is a huge part of me. And I'm usually terrible about talking about my art and I've actually not been great about talking about this one, to be honest, but I was much, felt much more comfortable with explaining it and um just it really was a part of me and I've never really whilst I I like making beautiful art and I also like doing research and thinking about um you know themes and things to to create it around um I feel like this was kind of a real um yeah it was like the start of that for me uh, Kate, um, your other auction is live. What? I'm putting pressure. I'm putting pressure on Inceptionally, because because Greg inspired me to uh, to to sell you out today. No! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! Look at that! Beautiful! Oh my god! Sorry, this is you're not going to get much out of me now. Jesus! Oh my god! So Eve was such a labor of love that she was. I think she might be the last animation I ever do because I spent so long on her and I just can't be simple. Well, you're, costing, you're going to cost people a lot of money now saying that, the last animation, guys. <laughs> I just can't do anything simply. And I really stitched myself up with her. And actually, Eve, I drew, she's a friend of mine. She's beautiful. She's absolutely amazing person. And so this piece was really, really special to me. So that's why when Inception gave me that really generous offer before, I was kind of like, oh, there's been so much work and it's such a personal work because she's, you know, I, she's she's a person. <laughs> yeah, you've used her in other pieces. No, I haven't. No? Used, no. Oh, I okay. Wow. She's, that's awesome. But um, yeah, I had to like, you know, I asked her permission because she's she's a model, but she's, you know, she's she's a friend. She's so I, right. I asked I, I got her permission to 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 use her essentially because awesome. I just I felt like for this piece I needed a really good reference because <laughs> I can't 
uh, yeah, so it was kind of like take it from every angle, but, um, but yeah, that was, that was, a it was a labor of love. So that is, I'm absolutely speechless. I thought, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't. Yeah, it's. I, I love it because I you had the other animated piece too that was gone, and then um, so I was like, yeah, there's only one left, and this one is beautiful too. Um, so yeah, let's yeah, let's so cause it, some trouble. Let's cause some trouble today. Yeah, this is mad. <laughs> I'm very very happy. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Kate Phillipson, one of the elite premier artists in all of Web3 and also the real world from London. And also big thanks to Kato OG. Please make sure you follow them both. I will have their links in the show notes. We did get a little bit deep. It, it was a double recording. We had Fangirl Friday. We had Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. So we had a lot to discuss in there. But um, I think it was really exciting, too, that we were able to actually have this space while Kate's piece sold and while people filled out the premium for the journey i think it was really fun a big shout out to gary uh, garin i mean there's some incredible collectors in this space that uh, i can't believe that uh, you know as somebody who came into the space yeah i was doing some real estate yeah i was you know, kind of transitioning from being a teacher but to be among these these amazing artists collectors and musicians and just it's really cool um it's really just different if you don't have an nft and and are thinking about it yeah there's a lot um there's a lot that you could get into but definitely do your own research you're always welcome to dm me on twitter at mr travis though m-r-t-r-a-v-i-s-t-h-o and there's a lot of fun things that that's going on you know we know the markets are all over the place but what i'm personally doing is like i I haven't been able to get ETH this low before. So, you know, even aside from having the artist support fund, like I was happy to to place, you know, an order for some ETH and move it to support some of the artists now because, you know, had this been a few months ago when ETH was $4,500, like it was $1,000 when I just bought some. I know not everybody out there is like a crypto maxi, but that's the, that's the entry point for a lot of these nfts and that's how you collect them and support a lot of these artists so yeah man speaking of support the support for the journey has been incredible it's still a closed mint which all that means is not it's closed against bots it's closed against people who want to come in uh and do some bad things which you do see sometimes like i'd rather not mint out right away you know uh than have somebody come in and buy a bunch and then list them for 0.0001 higher than they got them for. I don't understand why people do that. But what's really cool about this experience that I personally am going through is we have partners for this podcast. We have partners for the NFT drop. And I'll also be walking and talking. Uh, I'll be walking the walk and talking the talk at live events. I will be speaking at Web3 Summit in Miami during Art Basel. And I did allude to it during our conversation today with Cato and Kate. I am teaming up, I can officially announce, with 90s babes and crypto tech women and Rodman or law partners. And let me tell you, this is a VIP event at a mansion in South Beach. If you are going to be anywhere near there, get on this list. Like, there's nothing else that <laughs> you need to do that night. I'm, there's a lot of fun stuff going on. I'm just kidding. But this is the one that I would be, uh, I would be at, and I'm, I'm very happy to partner on this. I'm going to include holders of the journey. Of course, if you're in my networks, if you're a listener to this podcast, if you're part of the OG Collective, 
if you are somebody who's following my personal journey, um, I'm happy to include you. So let me know if you're going to be there. That's I'm, I'm happy about that. For NFT NYC, we've got some partnerships going on as well with other NFT brands that we're already in the very beginning stages of planning. That will be during uh, April 12th through the 14th. And again, we already announced our apparel brand partner for the journey, which is, of course, DGen brand clothing. There's a link in the show notes if you want to pick up your DGen brand hoodie, uh, if you want to get your NFT on a shirt. Uh, Alpha's coming soon on how you get one of those provided by us at the journey. Uh, we also have journey T-shirts, hoodies. Uh, very excited about that. And a little alpha drop. I'm not telling you exactly what yet, but I can tell you that we are partnering with a sneaker company. So there will be a limited exclusive offer for holders of the journey who will have an opportunity to get some journey branded sneakers. And if you've seen Tyler's artwork with the kind of graffiti style on it, these things are going to be sick. And I can tell you that they are going to be Really nice Air Force Ones. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. And we've got other partners, too, that we're going to announce very shortly for the journey, our NFT brand. Now, we've got partners for this podcast like Diamond Dogs. Again, I'm always happy to say Diamond Dogs is a partner of the podcast. They were my first NFT I discovered that showed me what real-life utility looks like. Uh, Evan Mendoza on uh, the St. Louis Cardinals baseball organization with the baseball tickets and the stadium tours, the merch drops. Um, also, I'm an affiliate of the Unstoppable Domains. So in every single podcast episode, I talk about Unstoppable Domains because they allow you to get your own Web3 identity and that they never have any renewal fees. So I've got a, a Travi.crypto and a Travi.nft, and I know that I'm never going to have to spend a dime to renew those things. It's really a, an incredible thing that Sandy Carter, Liz Morris, and the whole team there is doing at Unstoppable Domains. And one really interesting perk for holders of the journey, especially the artists and builders, are that they're going to have an opportunity to make their way onto this podcast. That's right. You're going to hear directly from some of the top founders, collectors, holders, artists, basically everyone you've already been hearing from on this podcast. What the difference is that they are now holders of the journey. And so we'll have an opportunity to have discussions, not only on Twitter spaces, but recorded podcasts, and we'll bring them right to you. We'll talk about what they're working on, why the journey and our mission resonated so closely with them in this crazy, mixed up, kind of nerdy, kind of cool, brand new world of NFTs and Web3. And again, you know, big thank you to all the artists putting everything out, especially those wearing their heart on their sleeves like Roya, the 1973s. And a big congratulations to you know, a lot of the mints that have been flying off the shelves with the crazy sassy X's with Marlene and Ghosty. Give those guys a, a look. I am Nax with the Still Here drop. There's so many artists doing so many amazing things. And I got to be honest with you, um, after meeting so many of them, and I said it during our conversation with Kato and Kate, I am bullish on the people who are still here. And uh, it took me some time to understand you know, NFT art as, as the utility. Um, when I got onboarded, it, art as a utility wasn't uh, in my vocabulary, but I get it. You know, I met them. I understand what it is. It's, it's another platform and it's a certificate of authenticity. So find one that suits you and I think you'll be very happy. Another big shout out to Zealous for letting me bring that Twitter space directly to you as a podcast because I, whether I'm doing it on Twitter, whether I'm doing it on stages at, a, at events, doing it right here on the podcast i know you're here with me and i'm gonna always try to do what i try to do best and that is bring one love to web three i'll catch you next time Peace.